together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 3, from verse 10 to verse 17. St. Paul continues to talk to Timothy, his spiritual son, and he says to him in verse 10, Timothy, you have observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith and my patience, my love and my steadfastness, my persecutions and my sufferings. Yet from all of these, the Lord has rescued me. And I would like us to begin from there. I like how Paul uses his own life experiences in order to convey a message to Timothy. And he, he says this boldly, obviously, with great sense of duty towards God. And he says to Timothy, you have seen my teachings. I've walked in front of everybody and I've taught and I've spoken about Jesus Christ openly. Everybody knows where I stand. And so you have seen my teachings. You've heard them many times. But above all, you've seen how I've lived my life when he says you've seen my conduct and the aim of my life. My faith has been bare to you. It has been open and there is nothing hidden in front of you. And I think Paul opens himself to Timothy. He becomes the message and the messenger of the good news. In his own life, he personifies the person of Jesus Christ. And I think in many ways we could learn a lot from St. Paul when he opens up to Timothy. People around us, especially our families and our friends, have we taught them by our way of life how to be good people? Have we shown them that we are Christians not only by name, but also by our way of life, by our conduct? I find this as an interesting challenge to all of us who bear the name of Christ, but to all of us as human beings, to live good and authentic lives. Life filled with truth. Life directed with a purpose. What I teach and what I say is who I am in my life. And who I am to my family is who I am at church it's who I am at work, it's who I am at school, it's who I am with friends and with anyone else. I do not need as a person, I think the Lord is inviting us to look into this greatly. We as human beings don't need to live double lives. We don't need to be that which we are not in order to please, but we need to be honest with ourselves, but above all to be honest with God. St. Paul continues to say to Timothy, my faith, I have observed it in front of you. You've seen how patiently I have suffered 
for the Lord. You've seen my own persecutions. But in all these, I want you to remember, to remember St. Paul says to Timothy, that the Lord has not abandoned me. That the Lord has rescued me in all of these things. And so I'm seeing what St. Paul does when he holds Timothy by the hand and he says to him, in all things, I want you to know that things will get tough, but things will get better. And I think that's something that we all need in our own lives, especially for those who have children, to remind them that, my baby, as you grow older, life will become difficult. As you grow older, you will need to make difficult decisions. As you grow older, you will need to make difficult judgments. You will need to make choices. And you also need to consider the bigger picture. As you grow older, especially as you become a parent, decisions are not always about you anymore, but they're always about you and your family. As you become a family man, as you become a family woman, the decisions that I make affect not only me, but it affects my spouse in as much as it affects my children. And so St. Paul says to Timothy, who you are as a child and who you call to be as an adult needs a transition in your life, needs an effort in your life, but it also needs maturity in the word of God. I also find absolutely beautifully interesting the patience that God has for Paul. That in all these things, God has always been there. That's something utterly interesting. In persecutions, God was there. In sufferings, God was there. In the patience of Paul, God was there. In the faith of Paul, God was there. In how Paul taught, God was there. In good and in bad, God has always been there. He remains part of our lives. And I love how Paul sees the hand of God in all aspects of his life. There is no aspect in Paul's life where God is hidden. There is no aspect in Paul's life where there is no space for God. For him, God has to be part of everything. And so he says to him, my son, you will be persecuted just as I have been. But I want you to keep faith, knowing that the Lord will always be there for you. I want you to remember, St. Paul continues, and he says, for all those who want to live good and godly life, they will be persecuted. And we need to accept this. Sometimes if you want to be different, sometimes if you want to do something right, not everybody else is going to be on your side. Sometimes people are going to persecute you. You're going to find persecutions. You're going to find sufferings. Because people are going to ask, why do you think you're different from us? Why do you want to do this? Meanwhile, everybody else is going the opposite direction. But he says, remain faithful to God. There's something that he says absolutely important. He says to him, always remember your childhood. 
Remember what you have been told and remember who taught you. It's like he says to him, when the going gets tough, please God, remember me. Remember what I have said to you. Remember everything I've ever taught you. Remember how God has been good to you. And so St. Paul entrusts young Timothy to God, to his faith. This is more of a farewell speech that Paul gives to Timothy. He says, my son, I'm not going to be with you for long, but I want you to remember that God will always be there and something will always keep us together, our faith in the person of Jesus Christ. And he says to him, always go back to the scriptures, the sacred writings. Paul argues, he says they are inspired by God. They are profitable for teaching. They are good for reproof and for correction. If you want to live a righteousness, listen to the word of God. What does Jesus say in the scriptures? What does God teach me today in the scriptures? How many of us are able to open the scriptures every day and listen to the word of God and be taught and be schooled and be trained by the word of God and to actually say, I want to be a disciple. I want to sit at the feet of the master and be taught by God and be open to the teachings of the Holy Spirit. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.